The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Remix. Abdul, you in the building? I'm in the building. Okay, so I just happened to, I, I got a quick trivia. You know, when we played Oklahoma State, LP had an incredible game, 1995. Incredible. Here's a trip. Who was Oklahoma State's head coach? That's exactly right. Hit us up on the Sider Haven text line. Hit us up on the Sider Haven text line, 402-464-5685. Just let me know who was the head coach of Oklahoma State at the time that they got the worst whooping at home, that was my first flight, and I seen Lawrence Phillips do something I've never seen a running back do before on the football field. Dance his way and not get touched, and I don't know how he didn't get touched. Up the middle, I mean, it, it was unbelievable. Thoughts about that? The game. back, the back angle of the room. It's something sick. When I first Yep, I'm here. Hold on, we done. <laughs> hey, hey, guys and ticket control. So yeah, so Hold yeah, sorry about that. So yeah. So that the back angle be I didn't go to that game. So the first time I seen the clips, I watched it. It was on ESPN. But when we got in the meetings, and I've seen the back angle of what he did. Man, it's unbelievable. It's just it's unbelievable to be able to do something like that against a division against division one players. A division one defense. That run, crazy. Then he had a few against Michigan State, just I mean, crazy run. Like the Florida game. But that Oklahoma State, what he did to them, man, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. It's just the, the and and it's just it wasn't just Lawrence Phillips. It was the people around him. But it was the stuff that he learned by '95. That what made him great by 1995 is the development. He was good in '93. Don't get me wrong, and he had he was a natural. But give me Lawrence Phillips ninety five before ninety three Lawrence Phillips any day of the week. Oh yeah, yeah, you right. That dude that played them first two games. Woo! I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. That the Heisman, they were talking about the Heisman being a lock after three games. We said, do you remember that the Heisman? 
was a lot after three games. They wasn't supposed to start talking about the Heisman to after like week six, seven. They was talking about the Heisman being a lock after three games. Abdul, what is it about coming from California? Because I don't think us folk in Nebraska that's from Nebraska really understand that lifestyle in the 90s. What was set the tone for us? What was going on in that day and time? I'm going to tell you how how crazy it was. They had a class. So that homegrown program that I do, one of the kids, dad, I had a class with at the university back in my, I think it was either my, I think it was my second year. And I wrote a paper about growing up in Compton. Do you know, VJ, this is 2022. That was in 1992 that when I started coaching his son, he came up to me and told me who he was and reminded me about that that essay I wrote about growing up in Compton. He remembered that. That was 1992. But he said he just couldn't imagine growing up like that. And I talk to kids about that now in Omaha. Like, y'all don't have to grow up like that. Like in Compton during that time, the mid-'80s, late-'80s, early-'90s, just crazy. Stuff I've seen, witnessed, just, it was it was unbelievable. Like, all that stuff was real. The NWA movie, all that, that's, that's real life. That's real life California. And what's crazy about it, VJ, to this day, Compton High, all Crips, Centennial High, all blood. To this day, right now. Wow. Still, it's still, it's still alive and well. But to, but to, but to siphon through, to siphon through all of that. You know, uh, to siphon through that whole lifestyle and and to wind up on your feet. Uh, one would wish, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and uh, being an older guy, I do know that if you have that type of talent, you got to have somebody that probably can handle him to help him understand which way to go. It's almost like this nil stuff where. You know, it's such yeah. a free for all. You take your hands off of stuff and be like, "Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can get how much ever you want." And now we're starting to see, you know, the the turmoil from that is going to be the disparity from the lesser teams. Yeah, and just they like snatching guys, they snatching guys as we talk. We as we talk. This is my talk. Yep. As we yeah, talk, just, I guarantee you somebody exactly. just went in the portal and they already know where they're going. Is is it going to – I mean, and Nick, feel free to chime in because we're, we're talking about when we when – we, when we, I, I kind of flip the – we'll get back to Lawrence here in a minute. But in this situation where the NIL deals are getting greater – better, more prevalent. How many of the lower schools are getting five, six, seven guys snatched out of them? I mean, guys that they develop. How is that for a coach to develop a guy 
and then a big school come in and 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 say, "Give me, come here, get over here." Well, I want to I want to mention something to Abdul's point where he was saying, you know, there's guys that enter the portal that already know where they're going. We we can look at it the other way. The way that NIL has kind of a exploded here in the last couple months is guys will enter the portal without a plan thinking oh look at all the nil money flowing i sat the bench at x school i'll get something somewhere i'll be able to get something somewhere they go in without a plan so we're seeing both sides of it where guys go in are like abdul said already knowing where they're going already they they have an NI deal already offered to them before they enter the portal then they officially enter and and it's a done deal you know minutes later we're on the on the other side of that coin we're having guys go in without a plan, thinking that the NIL money is just endless, and which it may be for the, for the top athletes, but for guys that don't see the field a whole lot that enter the portal, they feel like, oh, the NIL money is just going to be flowing right to me because I was on scholarship at this school. I was um, a part of that team despite not playing very many snaps. So it, it's hurting. Yeah. It's, it's hurting the games. Yeah. It's hurting the game in, in multiple ways. To where, like Abdul said, you're having guys go in that already know where they're going, and that's could be you know talked about or, or considered tampering yeah. by uh, yeah. whatever school they're going to before they enter the portal, offering NIL deals. But then on the other yeah. side of that coin, you have guys going in with with no plan, and then they just get lost in the shuffle. And you have guys that may love the game that just don't get a landing spot. That is that is that is true also. But think about this: I'm at Nebraska playing as a true freshman. My quarterback, John Walsh, was trying to coerce me into going to Miami with him. They were recruiting both of the same high school. But what happened was a quarterback that Miami was recruiting also committed, and they took the offer back from my quarterback. So he ended up at BYU. My quarterback in high school and my offensive coordinator, who were very close with, my quarterback, John Walsh, and myself tried to recruit me to BYU in my first three years while I was still in Nebraska. Hmm. And, and, well, how'd, and that, how'd that go? It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't called NIL back then, but it was some stuff on the table. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, this is their way of leveling the playing field. Let them tell it. And the NCAA's got a mess. It's going to be a mess before it's all said and done. If there's no regulations, it's going to be a mess. And and because the, the little guy is going to lose. You can't keep up with the big fellas with all the big money, the, millions of, the, the, the hundreds of millions of dollars that the programs have at their disposals because of boosters. And when they start throwing their money around, I mean, look at the Alabama. Look at the guys we're starting to get. Nick? The kid from Alabama, that's that's a he a baller. You see that Abdul? He's a baller. Baller Big alert. Time. Big time. You know, somebody just put out a tweet. You know, back in the day, the championship years, and and, and further, you know, seventies through seventies and nineties. Who would who you think would have been the guy who would have got the most nil? I mean, like I said, I don't think I don't think we would have been able to handle getting that type of money unless we had somebody there uh, that we trusted that was able to tell us, you know, from a tax perspective and from a savings perspective, what to do with the money. 
we wasn't mature enough. We didn't come from money. So it's just like all the guys that made it to the league like myself and a lot of other guys that I played with, once you get to the NFL, you have nobody governing your money and, and nobody's telling you about your money. They might make it uh, – it's not mandatory that you go to a financial literacy class. You, it, it's, it's, you, it's optional. So you, we choose most of the times to opt out because we got something to do, like go spend some money. And before you know so, it, you look up, you're broke. You spent all your money. So what you're saying is, back then, there would have been at least 15 or so Lamborghinis parked outside the stadium. Oh, man, come on, man. You know, it's been something. I don't know if Lamborghini would have been the car <laughs> choice, but it, but, but it, it would have been some hot BJ, cars out there. BJ, doing the championship run. If the guys we know and they were doing NIL back then with what we were doing, it could have been more. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, you must, I mean, the whole pipeline might have been in Lamborghini. That's yeah, fine. Big truck. You said what? I said the whole pipeline probably would have been in Lamborghini. You know, can you imagine the, the NIL as a pipeline? Yeah, that, now that would be crazy. I mean, what, what, what would on, you have man. to do to pipeline at that point once they became the pipeline? How yeah. much money would that look like? That's what I'm trying to tell you. How much would you have to, how much would you have to pay Tommy Fraser to, to not only start as a true freshman, but if he won back-to-back titles? How much would that cost you? VJ, listen, man, I was there after a practice when they Tommy had to hurry Tommy up because a don one of the big donors was passing and he wanted to meet Tommy Frazier before passing. I heard the conversation. Man, Tommy Frazier, oh, his NIL? <laughs> Like you said, VJ, if he would have somebody to help him with money matters financially, he'd still be set for life right now. If they was NIL back in ninety ninety in the nineties with Tommy Frazier. Don't you think they we 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 do some money a couple quarters? And we retro that. Hey, can't we? We retro the nil back, Nick. Who you know? Where we can retro the nil back, man. I, I don't know. You guys know more people than I would know. I'm just I saying. Wish. I mean, I, I, that was a that was an awesome time. How much money did the university make in that day? Off winning championships. How much was that worth? If we're going, if listen, if we're going to play players that haven't done anything, these guys ain't did anything on the football field. I do nothing. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm trying to tell you. I don't know why you find it hard to believe that it wouldn't have been at least 15 Lamborghinis parked outside the stadium. <laughs> I guess you got a point there. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be giving up that type of money. I, 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 I guess I mean, when I when I when I say I'm, I'm that I'm, I'm saying that I shouldn't be saying that because they're giving up that type of money to guys who haven't done anything. VJ, these guys are giving these guys are giving up that type of money. And VJ, if you think 
that these big time donors and and people that back the university, if you don't think they bet these other big time donors and you know, just think of the money that they was winning. Not only they was making in business, but winning betting other donors. We play in Oklahoma, oh, that's a bet. We play in Miami Championship, that's a bet. Man, the money they was getting, man, my dad was betting back then, my father-in-law. In a two-year span, BJ, he said he lost two bets. Yeah, I heard some people that, that, that made a lot of money during that time. Yeah, he ended up with a, a convertible BMW. I'm, this wow. is the truth. Wow. In a two-year span. I, man, BJ, I'm so glad I didn't know nothing about betting back then. Yeah, imagine them dice games, huh? <laughs> Big ones. Ooh. Big money. See, that's what I mean. It would have been out of control. It wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been uh I don't know if we would have been able to handle it because you would have had guys that once they got the money, they might not even show up for practice. Practice? I got a hundred K in the bank. I think that if we're gonna do NIL deals, first year. NIL deals should be tied, give them a little bit of change, you know, where, where they're comfortable, uh, a monthly stipend, and then it should be tied to performance. That That's just me, though. And I know that's illegal, but it's it's legal. That's what you're saying. You're basically going into free agency. You're looking at other people's rosters, and you're saying, oh, this guy's not really playing, but he's a good guy. He can play as a number two. You know what I mean? Let, let's go and get him. Let's go cherry pick uh, this coach's guy that's been with him for two years, entice him with the NIL money. That's that's NIL money. Yeah. Uh huh. It would have been a free for all if you gave us money back then like that. Now, if you put the money into some type of a four hundred one k, some type of an account, and then once we turn a certain age, we can we can get the money out. That would be awesome. But how many of these people are going to start talking about what they're getting and then you get turmoil in the locker room? From a guy thinking, oh, well, I deserve to get I deserve to get that much too. Now all of a well, sudden, that, now you got you dissension like, it, it over something that ain't got nothing to do with football. Yeah. Come again? You're right. You're right about that, VJ, but what's crazy is we still have that. Even without all that, you know, you get guys like that think they should be playing, you know. Like you said something the other day, man, and it just – I was thinking about that last night about the guys that we had show up. Like the people don't even know the running back room, VJ, and who – you know, remember Sam showed up as an All-American? Not Jay Sims. What was it? Marvin Sims? Marvin Sims. Marvin Sims showed up as an All-American and never touched the field at the league. Brian Knuckles. Brian Knuckles. They thought Brian, they said Brian Knuckles was the next Mike Rogier. Yeah. Broke all of his but records. LP, but Lawrence Phillips was there. Lawrence Phillips was You know, they were they they saying Damon and Quinn was going to be the next Weeback. But Lawrence Phillips was there. 
a man amongst boys. Lorraine Phillips, as I yeah. used to call him, but um funny story about just a guy who's got the, the, the nerves to steal, of course, all, all the other stuff. But so one day he goes and you know, we're 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 going from our, our freshman to sophomore year. And uh, you know, we're all trying to buy cars, we're trying to figure out how we're gonna get off campus and move into an apartment, whatever, whatever, whatever. So he buys this like 1989 Buick Saber, man. It was a boat, and and I I went in when he bought it. Bought the car, Bruh, The next time I talked to him, maybe it was maybe 28 to 32 hours later. I'm talking to Lawrence Phillips. He's in California. He had he took that car and drove it all the way to California by himself. I mean, I, I I take my hat off to him because, I mean, he really he really we was me and him was like brothers, and he he taught me how to be tough, not tough from running my mouth. I, I had that pretty good, but tough by doing what I had to do on the football field, tough by getting in the yeah. weight room because I wasn't a guy who could avoid the weight room and still play. I had to get in that weight room. Uh, tough by not taking no stuff off nobody on the football field, you know, and, and uh, tough by how to practice. Nobody told him to run it out all the way to the end zone, 150 miles an hour. Nobody said, Lawrence, this is what you got. I'm never remember Solar saying this is what you need to do. Because if that was the case, all the running backs would have been running it out. Now, they did run it out, but not to the end zone. Yep. Happy birthday to the late great Lawrence Phillips. How many? How many we got, Nick? How many? How many we got, Nick? We got more than fifty. You think? We're we close. got more than fifty people that said read it. We we are close. Yeah, I think we should. I think we, we should. I think we yet. should. I think we should read it after the break. Honestly. Yeah, I, I ain't reading it after the break. You got to hang on the whole show. They ain't gonna. Hey, listen, Nick. Can't give it up like that, man. I told you they got to buy the whole cow. Mm-hmm. Hey. It's the ticket. I'm with Abdul, 93.7. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.